Welcome to episode 42 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Maine. By day, I co-host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. Would you take a moment right now and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode? Do you ever find yourself standing in front of the refrigerator or with the cupboard door open looking for something, you're hungry, or at least you think so. Having struggled with food addiction most of my life, I feel you. Most addictions are not about the substance, not about the drugs or the alcohol or the work or the food. It's just about the pain that item is soothing or trying to, because at the root of every addiction is a need for healing. And the only true source of healing is God. So I thought it would be interesting to dig into what the Bible says about food and hunger. You don't have to read very far into your Bible before you encounter food. God gives Adam and Eve all they could possibly need for nourishment. His creation is glorious. And while our world today is far from Eden, how can you not be amazed at how creative God is? Every time you wander the produce aisle at the grocery store, I mean, you've seen kiwi, right? For the first man and woman, there's this huge variety of food for them to choose from. But there's one food they cannot have. And it's the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And we know how this goes. The serpent tells Eve she will surely not die. She eats the fruit. She gives it to Adam and mankind is cast out of Eden over one apple. Well, probably not an apple. Genesis 3 says, when the woman saw the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. So we know it was edible. We know it looked good, but it could have been any tree growing fruit. Poor apples have been getting a bad rap since practically the beginning of time. (laughs) But it's not about the fruit. It's about the hunger. Eve wasn't hungry, not in a physical sense. I mean, God gave them everything they needed for nourishment and even for pleasure. She was longing for something else. And the serpent knew it. And he knows it now. And I think that's why we so often turn to food or anything else when we're really hungry for something only God can provide. From absolute abundance to complete famine. Let's fast forward to Jacob's time. There's this famine. Well, first there's seven years of abundance and then nothing. Remember, Joseph called all this when he interpreted Pharaoh's dream. Jacob's family is hungry, truly hungry, physically hungry. He hears there's food in Egypt. So he sends some of his sons there to buy grain and they find their long lost brother. He's been put in charge of the food. He saves the family. He pretty much saves the world. It was hunger, a need that drew the brothers to Joseph. And God still uses that now. When you feel hunger, let it draw you to the true source of salvation. Let it draw you to Jesus. It sounds so simple, right? Whether it's physical hunger or an emotional hunger, God provides. But we often seek our own solutions. That's been happening for a while. It happened to Moses as he was leading the Israelites through the desert. God provided. It was manna. Unlike anything we know now, it literally means what is it in Hebrew? The Bible also calls it the bread of heaven and angels food and spiritual meat. The point is God gave it and it was really all they needed to survive and even thrive, but it wasn't enough to them. They longed for meat and leeks. Really? 
leaks. <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. Really, the point is what God gave was not enough to the Israelites. Have you ever felt that? Oh, of course not, right? Have you ever felt jealousy? How about envy? You see what somebody else has and your heart yearns for that thing, that relationship, that status. You're basically proclaiming in your soul that what God has given you is not enough. You hunger for something more. And when you do that, you're missing out on what God has given you. You're searching for leaks when you need the Lord. The struggle is real and it's hard and God knows that. Jesus lived through that struggle in Matthew 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But then Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. There is no hunger that you're facing that Jesus cannot relate to. Jesus is fully God. He was also fully man during his time on earth. He knew physical hunger. It was 40 days without food. Come on. He also knows emotional pain and sorrow and rejection, all the things you feel during your life, all the things I feel, and the things that make us think that we are hungry for food. But what does the scripture say? We don't need food. We need God, specifically God's word. And I know it seems like such a Sunday school answer, but the relief for the pain you feel is in the Bible. Read it, memorize it, read it again, cry out over it, learn it, live it. No one has ever, ever, ever said, I read my Bible too much. Now look at the mess I'm in. (laughs) Aren't you so thankful for Jesus? Not only did he live through all we could possibly encounter, but he made a way for us to have eternity with God forever. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. That is from John 6, 35. You don't have to be hungry. It is possible to be completely satisfied in Jesus. Jesus. What a promise. Eve was deceived by Satan. And I think we all shake our heads a little thinking, how foolish was she? I mean, to fall for that. But I fall for lies all the time. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I've messed up too much for redemption. Lie, lie, lie. So what lie has you? Don't be suckered into eating something that will never actually satisfy you when Jesus has already promised to fulfill every hunger and every thirst you could ever have. If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, would you subscribe and look for our next episode on Tuesday morning? If you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a variety of podcasts from news to kids to faith? You'll find a favorite on demand at familylife.org slash podcast.